It is always fun to have the chance to visit with Travis Ford, and we're going to do that every single week throughout the college basketball season here on Scoops with DannyMac.com. And it is presented by Royal Banks of Missouri. Locally owned, offers a full range of banking services to individuals and business clients in the St. Louis metropolitan area. They're a huge supporter of Billiken Athletics. They operate 11 locations in St. Louis and St. Charles, as well as provide a full range of products and services online designed to meet your individual needs. They do a ton of charity in town as well. Just visit their website, royalbanksofmo.com. Royalbanksofmo.com. Coming up, we're going to visit with Travis Ford, the head basketball coach at St. Louis U. What did the run mean for the Billikens last year? What kind of team does he have this year? What's the latest with Javon Best, who's trying to catch on in the NBA? French, Goodwin, they're back. New faces, Yuri Collins, Terrence Hargrove. All that is covered coming up with Travis Ford on ScoopsWithDannyMac.com. And again, this is presented by Royal Banks of Missouri. The St. Louis University Billiken basketball team will tip off their season tomorrow night. It'll be Florida Gulf Coast in Chaffetz Arena. The tip-off is at 7. There are bobblehead giveaways and promo giveaways as well. You don't want to miss the action at Chaffetz Arena at 7. Then on Saturday, Valparaiso, the tip-off at 6 o'clock. Both games can be seen on Fox Sports Midwest. Also, come in, see it live, the action at Chaffetz Arena. Tips off tomorrow. It's Billiken Basketball. Well, another season of Billiken basketball is upon us, and it's another year that we get the opportunity and privilege to visit with the head coach, Travis Ford of the Billikens, who will tip off their season, regular season, tomorrow night at Chaffetz Arena. Coach, always good to catch up with you. How are things going? Oh, things are going great. Time flies. Seems like we were just doing this uh, not too long ago. No rest for the weary. Uh, all is good. Excited for a new year, and Excited to, to do the uh, podcast with you. So, yeah, all is good. Well, we love to promote Billiken basketball and get uh, get fannies in the seats and get the interest up, and that's what this is all about. And and I wanted to ask you about that, Coach, um, you know, because you and I, we kind of do a different podcast. It's, some of it is human interest, some of it obviously about your team. But when you got into coaching, because of your background with your father, did you realize – the media demands that we're going to be a part of this, and is it something that you enjoy, or is it kind of a necessary evil to visit with me every week? No, you know, I did kind of know what I was getting into just uh, from being around the game my whole life, and as you mentioned, my dad was a high school coach uh, early on, uh, and then, you know, when you play at Kentucky, you kind of get used to it. You get used to the good, the bad, the indifference, uh you know, uh, of the uh, the media, the pressure of the fans. So, you you know, when you play Kentucky, you experience a lot, and it prepares you for a lot. It, 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 it either, I always say, Kentucky basketball, I don't think, is for everybody. It, it can either make you or break you as far as mentally. Sure. Uh, and uh, it prepares you for a lot. But I knew uh, getting into coaching what it goes with, and I enjoy it. Uh, I love getting out and talking to the media, talking to our fans, talking to groups. I love talking about our team. I enjoy talking about our program and where we're headed. Uh, it is not a necessary evil for me. It is something I enjoy doing. And usually I over-talk. I like to talk too much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, We make these easy is, for me, Coach. That's a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. But it is something that uh, I enjoy doing, and I 
being around people, love meeting people, uh, and the relationships you can build through, whether it be the media or your fans, um, has always been a joy for me. What what did last year do for your program in, in terms of winning the, the postseason championship, getting into the NCAA tournament? And what I mean by that, broad picture, interest, recruiting, just everything that goes into it. What does winning an A-10 championship, tournament championship, do for your program? Well, it's a good question because it's something I've spoken on a lot lately because what people got to realize, we, you know, we still have a little ways to go as far as where we want to build this and consistently uh, trying to be at the top of our league. And what I mean by that, a lot of people think just because we made the tournament, all right, we've arrived, that, all right, we, we figured this thing out, we're where we need to be. What making the NCAA tournament for us, it allowed us maybe to, you know, uh, jump a couple of steps. Uh, if you're trying to climb a ladder and trying to get to where you want to be, all it did was it maybe allowed us, uh, because we did it in year three, to maybe, maybe, we don't want to get too, uh, too ahead of ourselves, jump a couple of steps in the fact that, yes, it has brought generated some excitement. Uh, outside of maybe the just the normal slew fan that was coming to the games that was going to support us, whether we made the tournament or not, you know, that are coming to the games, maybe the outside fan that maybe tracked us from this podcast, maybe they tracked us from the radio or watched us on TV. Now they might get a little more excited and want to come to the games, come to Shapitz Arena. Uh, it's just generated excitement for recruiting the fan base. Uh, our campus, but we are still, you know, for what we took over going into year four, you never, you know, you're still in that kind of building mode, especially because we lost four seniors off last year's team. We haven't figured it out. We haven't arrived yet. We're, we're not to the point yet where I can say, all right, we're consistently going to be great every single season. I think we're still a year or so away from that because we are still building. When I look back at last year, too, um, one of the kids that we talked about, it seemed like on a on a daily basis, was Javon Bess. I, I know fans that are tuned into this are curious about what he's up to, how's he doing. Can you can you just update us, and then we'll get into what's going on this year? Yeah, sure, sure. Javon Bess, obviously a great senior leader for us last year, an all-conference player, player of the year defensively in the A-10. Just... Uh, one of the all-time favorites for me coaching in 23 years for what he stood for, how he brought it every single day. Uh, you know, not one time in his three years here did I ever have to call him in the office for missing a class and not doing something he was, wasn't supposed to be. Not one single time. Just uh, was a great example for everybody. But right now he, he went through the summer, played in the NBA Summer League, which was a great honor for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans um, went through training camp and preseason games with the Pelicans, played in some NBA preseason games. Uh, right now they have reassigned him to their G League, their their minor league NBA team in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, and that's where he'll start the league or start his season. Hopefully, you know, he plays well enough that he might get called up to the NBA. Hell of a player, no question about it. Um Coach, let's talk a little bit about. I was at the the ball game the other night uh, with Kentucky Wesleyan. You you were able to pull away there at the end and and make it uh, what we all thought what it might be, which was a, a significant yeah. difference in the score. Um, looked like your guys were just a little tentative, uh, and I know you guys have shot the ball well in practice. Just a general 
feeling about how uh, the team played and what you what you took away from that game? Yeah, a little bit. That's being generous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were a lot there. I mean, you you saw how you saw the three point line, how it can uh, change a game, how it can make a lot of teams uh, that are un, uh, less talented than a team, how it can equal the equalizer of the three point line. Kentucky Western comes in here and we're so much, you know, much bigger, stronger, talented, no question. Uh, but we are at one point sitting 0 for 14 from yeah. the three point yeah. line. And I think they'd made uh, eight, nine, or 10 threes at that particular time. And the game is very, very close. We end up making a couple threes. Our press, we pressed for 40 minutes. Our press started taking its toll, wearing Kentucky Wesleyan down. Uh, and obviously we won by a big margin. But with all that said, you know, I thought we did a lot of good things. I thought most shots we took were very good shots. We rushed a few early. Um, when you're going against a team like Kentucky Westland, as well as we scrimmaged Loyola out of Chicago about a week before that, these were two teams that were very deliberate on offense in the half court. Well, when the team makes you guard for 20, 25, 28 seconds, you can't go down to the other end on offense and shoot a quick bad shot, shoot a quick shot. You're going to end up playing defense all night long. And we kind of did that both games a little bit, especially the Kentucky Wesleyan game. We started shooting some early quick shots that fed right into what they wanted. Um, once we kind of got that corrected, uh, we started pressing up a little bit on their three-point shooters. Uh, I like some of the things we did. I thought we played hard. Uh, I just think, as you mentioned earlier, we were just a little, had a few nerves. Uh, guys were had the jitters a little bit. Uh, shots weren't falling. Uh, but we continued to play hard, which was good to see. You had French, you got Goodwin back, and you, you've got more depth, I would have to say, unquestionably, when you were rolling out you know, six guys by the end of last year, seven, maybe if you were lucky. So, Having said that, Coach, would that allow you to play that that full-court defense, pressure defense, uh, because you're able to sub a little bit more and keep guys fresh? It is. Uh, we're going to, I think, uh, as of right now, we're going to need to press a little bit because it kind of plays into our personnel and, to, and the makeup of our team. And what I mean by that, is, you know, depth is only good if it's good depth. You know, you can have a lot of players, but they all need to contribute to make it effective. Uh, and right now we have one or two, three players maybe that stand out every day, and then everybody else is kind of equal. But because of that, I'm going to need to play everybody, kind of see who's playing well in that particular game. And if you're going to go into every game saying, all right, I'm playing nine, ten guys, then you might as well press, you might as well put pressure on the other team, use that depth. What we hope right now is our depth, you know, needs to get better. Our depth, you know, we have players, and and it's not because they're not trying. It's not because they can't. It's just that this is all new to them, seven new players. It's going to take some time uh, for some of these guys. But that depth needs to continue to grow uh, and become productive, uh, very productive as far as defensively making shots, uh, rebounding, uh, you know, put something up on the stat sheet. Uh, So one way we're going to try to develop that is by pressing uh, a little bit more because we we have the numbers. We just that depth's got to improve a little bit. One guy that really impressed me, um, and again, I, I haven't seen a lot of you guys. I watched you the other night, but Yuri Collins 
I mean, that kid is unselfish, Coach. I mean, he he's passing up shots to give his teammates better looks. Am I seeing that properly? Oh, 100%. You know, Dan, one thing about Yuri, recruiting him as hard as I did, and I've always loved him from the first time I watched him. Uh, you know, I knew he could pass. I knew he, could, he was fast with the ball, could handle the ball extremely well. I knew he was unselfish. But one thing I probably uh, – underestimated maybe is the right word is how tough uh and how gritty a defender he is uh, he is not afraid to get his nose into the action as i tell our team every day you know a lot of times jury's guarding his man and everybody else's man because he's helping everybody right. so much um but it's great to see from a freshman that he's a little a bit ahead of his his time as far as being a freshman, as far as his defensive understanding, his defensive toughness, um, been really, really impressed with that. But yes, Yuri Collins is a young man you're going to see on the court a lot. Uh, whether he's starting or not starting, we, it really doesn't matter. Sometimes I start lineups not necessarily the best five, but maybe the five I need to start because of you know certain trying to keep guys out of foul trouble early, different things like that. Uh, but you will see Yuri Collins come in the game very quickly. Uh, he'll be in there at crucial times. Uh, he will be a staple on this basketball team because of uh, his toughness and because of his defensive presence. And, yes, he can pass and he can handle the ball. A couple more questions, Coach, and then I'll, I'll let you go. I know Terrence Hargrove, we didn't see a lot of him the other night. Fans are excited about him, local kid. Oh, yeah. What can you tell us about how he's been progressing? Well, TJ's going to be a terrific player, great attitude, great uh, athlete, athleticism, and very good skill level. Uh, right now, you know, uh, big thing about TJ, and we've had to step back as a coaching staff and realize, you know, he had five high school coaches in four years. Five, think about that, five high school coaches in four years. I'm his sixth coach right. in five years. So he's a little behind right now when, you know, uh, as far as, uh, you know, picking a few things up and things like that, not because he's not going to be able to do it, it's just, a lot. He's had to learn so many different systems and learn from so many different coaches. A lot. Of, so much of this is so new to him, but he's got a great attitude. He's getting better every single day. Uh, we love him. We think he's going to be one of the great players uh, to play here uh, eventually. Um, but uh, right now he's just working hard every single day and getting better. And then finally, Coach, uh, you tip it off for real. Florida Gulf Coast tomorrow. They had that remarkable run a few years ago in the NCAA tournament. Uh, we want to see Chaffetz packed. There's promos out there. There's bobbleheads for, for fans that come in early. Um, let's talk a little bit about this team. What can fans expect when they see Florida Gulf Coast uh, tomorrow night at Chaffetz? Yeah, if you're, if you're a fan of college basketball, you probably know the name of Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, or like to call themselves Dunk City, right. uh, deservingly so. They've got such great, uh, over the last five years, probably as much tradition as anybody uh, and great culture. I think they've won, they've gone to the NCAA tournament, I think three out of the last five years, I believe it is, something like that. They've won their league three out of the last five years. They've won their conference tournament three out of the last five years. They've put guys in the NBA. Uh, just a terrific basketball program here over the last five, six, seven years. A name that's been at the, you know, and you know the Kentuckys, you know the Dukes, you know the North Carolinas, but Florida Gulf Coast, that name has been up there with a lot of these teams as far as uh, the, the, the kind of the Cinderella team of the last couple of years. So we have a lot of respect for uh, their, their culture and the tradition that they have and 
their expectations as we touch the team. Uh, they come in here expecting to win. Uh, that's what they've developed uh, in their program, and they like to play fast. Uh, so this should be a very exciting game. We need shape. It's packed. Seven o'clock. We need it packed. They do, like you mentioned. There's a lot of giveaways. Uh, first home uh, game of the year. That's always exciting. So we need all the. We need shape. It's arena packed. We want all the fans. If you love basketball, come on out, uh, support our guys, and enjoy a great college game. Hey, coach. Thanks so much. The first of many visits, and uh, let's get it going tomorrow night. Should be a lot of fun. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. Thank you.